Evolve podcast inspired by you, where we interview people we are truly inspired by in hopes they can do the same for you. I'm today's host, Kaylee Carew, and in this episode, I'm joined by the beautiful and grounded Emily Benz. Emily is an Australian social media influencer, model, and YouTuber. She's best known for her lifestyle, health, fashion, fitness, and travel content, which she shares with her 237,000 Instagram followers. She's worked with extremely established brands like Gooseberry Intimates, Lahana Swim, High Smile, and Versace. She's also collaborated with Princess Polly, Verge Girl, Bellini Shoes, and Glassons. If you didn't recognize her from any of these, you may have seen that Emily recently collaborated with us, releasing two ebooks Emily Venn's Body Bible and Wellbeing Guide, which share her personal journey with health and fitness and her advice on how to create the life you deserve through mindset, nutrition, and exercise. Welcome, Emily. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to chat with you. I feel like we have so much to discuss. I know. And I noticed that you were in Sydney yesterday. So you yeah. just, you're such a little jet setter. You just went to Sydney for the day and then you're back and now you're here and I feel blessed that I've been able to like squeeze into your schedule. So what, what what's, what's been happening? Well, I was um, just in Sydney for the day. I just went to go see my dentist to get my... <laughs> that is <laughs> not what I was expecting. <laughs> you are probably expecting to hear something super like lavish and exciting. I, I really was. I really was. I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> I love that you take your personal hygiene so seriously that you flew to Sydney to see your dentist. I know. Well, look, I'm doing Invisalign. So I had to go get those retainers. And then I did see my agency and we went for a nice long lunch and now I'm back. Oh, nice. So yeah. does that mean you have something on the horizon at the moment for work? Um, it's just good to go and see my agency every month or so because I was seeing them constantly when I was living in Sydney. So now that I'm back on the Gold Coast, it's just good to maintain the relationship, catch up with my manager in person. I obviously get along with her really well. So yeah, it's just nice catching up with her too. That's so good. And do you yeah. feel like when you see her, you feel kind of refreshed and more motivated and inspired to yeah. to like hustle? Yeah, 100% because we'll go over all the jobs that I'm doing, the brand she's talking to about me. Um, we were talking a lot about Fashion Week, which is coming up in Sydney soon. So that's got me so, so, so motivated and was flying home last night thinking about um, just how much I want to put in like more effort into my fashion and posting on Instagram and everything. So it definitely does make me a lot more motivated after I see them. That is so exciting. Yeah. So for Fashion Week, what um, is kind of on the horizon for you? What do you need to do? Well, um, so basically what happens is over the next few weeks, my agency will pitch all of their talent to the brands and then we'll basically get a list in a few weeks' time of who's been accepted and who's been invited to the brand's uh, fashion show. So we'll be finding out, um, yeah, in a few weeks what fashion shows we'll be going to. But ideally, it would be amazing to be booked into fashion shows every single day and so that we can go to all the fashion shows during the week. I'm so jealous. And, like, who dresses <laughs> you for that? Um, so you can kind of work with um, stylists and stuff. So that's kind of what I'm hoping to do this year. I'm hoping to work with a really cool stylist and um, they can help dress you and like source all of the pieces and everything. Because obviously fashion is such a big thing for you. It's it's like mm. very prominent on your Instagram. You're super passionate about it. Yeah. So how, like, how are you going to pick someone that you want to work with for, for that? Um, so I'll probably sit down with my manager and we'll probably go off a few people that um, we think would be best for it. I've got a few people at the top of my head, um, but yeah, we'll ju we'll just see who we who is like available and 
um, who we think will be best suited for it. That's so exciting. But yeah, very exciting. I've actually yes. never really been styled by a stylist before, so. Yeah, I feel it sounds so professional. It like, sounds so professional. Like celebrity vibes. I know, little old me getting it, dressed by a stylist. I know, <laughs> that's so amazing. So you obviously um, look up to your manager a lot, it sounds like. Yeah. So would you say she's someone that is super inspiring to you? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've only really been with Max Connectors for... I think around five or six months, but it's been so amazing being with such an incredible agency. I just feel like she really has my back. She's so supportive. She helps me like just kick my goals and she just pumps me up so much. And she's just such an incredible human. So I feel very blessed that she is my manager and she helps me with all of my work stuff so yeah that she's is so beautiful she's definitely very inspiring she helps yeah just motivate me and it's so good that you left feeling like excited for the future I feel like that's really mm. important yeah so what else inspires you in life um well obviously fashion is one of the huge ones that inspire me that anything to do with like photography fashion styling interior decorating that just gets me really going <laughs> yes I love it I, I love just it. find like that's where um I'm just most passionate when I'm doing things like that and I get most creative with so that's probably what I find most inspiring and then do you go like look to certain people for inspiration on those genres yourself like through Instagram or yeah. through yeah. YouTube um and who would they be um, so I probably look more on say Instagram and like Pinterest for inspiration and there's definitely like quite a few people that I follow that I find super inspirational and get um, say like ideas from with like my fashion. Um, so some of them would probably be hmm, mm. just on, the, on the spot. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her name but Matilda Jar. Oh my god, I know who that is. Yes, I know exactly. She's yeah. is she from Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's Josephine uh, Scriver. Yeah, like she's that. another blonde one, but she's got the most amazing style. It's just so like effortless and cool. Um, there's uh, Tash Oakley and Devin Brugman. I find them super inspiring as well, just because they're just such successful businesswomen. They have like three or four successful businesses and they're just like the biggest jet setters and they have beautiful style. They're so classy and elegant. So I find them really inspiring as well. Um, and yeah. I love them as well. And they're always like, because uh, they're Bondi girls, aren't they? Or, or yeah. Tashes? Yeah, Tash is from Bondi, I think. And then Devon, I think is from the US. And it's so good that it's not just fashion. It's kind of like you look up to them because of their work ethic as yeah, well. Yeah. That's so good. And I think you as a person, like I've met you a few times now, and I think that you're just so like humble and grounded. So oh, how would you, you, like, what would you describe as your top three values as like a person? Um, my top three values as a person... Hmm. <laughs> I remember seeing this in one of the questions and that's when I was like, I'm just going to, I'm not going to read the questions. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just, just going to stop here. I'm going to just go off the bat, but now I'm like really on the spot. Um, my three values as a person, um, probably compassion. Yes, that's a, that's a good one. That's an important one. Yeah. Um, oh my God, I really can't think Honestly, now. we could just put compassion because... To be like, you need to be compassionate to be able to relate to other people, and you yeah. want to be a compassionate human being so that people come to you. Yeah, and I feel like that ties in with you being 
you know, really like humble and kind as well. So I think, I think, compa- let's just put compassionate <laughs> out there. Compassionate. Um, I'm so bad at describing myself. I always like get I, so on I the know, spot. but it's hard when like you don't want to sound like cocky or, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but obviously you are killing it right now. Like you're, you're oh, so successful. You. Yeah, that's why you're someone that definitely inspires us here at Evolve. So what does being successful mean to you? Um, for me, to be successful, it's just to be happy, content in life and be surrounded by beautiful friends and family that love me and support me and uplift me. Um, I don't really look at success so much as how much money I have, but it's just more so the mindset I have and if I'm happy on the inside. And for me at the moment, I'm very happy and content. So that to me is being successful. That's so good. And do you think that, um, because obviously being happy is, it's it's so hard to kind of describe, Mm. but what does happiness mean? I just think it's a feeling inside. I know what it feels like to be sad and feel a bit depressed. So I definitely know the feeling of when I feel happy. Um, I don't know, I I guess it's just what makes you happy. Yeah, and so for you, it's it's what um, you kind of value, which is your family, your friends. Yeah. Definitely, like, your support system. Yeah. Yep, so um, with your in terms of your support system, who is crucial to, to your support system? Um, so I go to support a lot from my boyfriend. He is a huge support system. He's always there for me at the drop of a hat and um, also all my close best friends. I go to them for support, for emotional support. I go to my parents. I kind of go to them for all different things. I love that. Like you need different people in your life for different things. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I know if I, if I maybe go to, I don't know, a friend for emotional support, they'll still give it to me, but I'm not going to get that like unconditional love support from my parents. You know what I mean? And yeah. then if I want business advice, then I'll go to my boyfriend because he's really good at that as opposed to going to like my mom and my dad for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. really true. And so are you living with your boyfriend at the moment? No. So we just moved back from Sydney and we're actually both living with our family again. So oh, nice. Yeah, we're only meant to be here for about three months because he wants to buy a house and he's just here for work as well. Um, but yeah, now we're, I think, extending towards the end of the year. And now we're just having this conversation actually right before I came in here. <gasps> he's like, are we staying or are we going? And I'm like, oh. I don't know. I think I want to go back to Sydney for a little bit longer. Really? Yeah. So do you think that you've just had time to kind of rejuvenate and refresh and be with the yeah. fam and now you're like, let's go back to Sydney and hustle? Yeah, yeah. And just even going on like little day trips there and going back for a day or two, you just get back to Sydney and there's just something in the air. Like everyone is so ambitious. Everyone's so motivated and driven and they're all so busy. And everyone's on their own little hustle and grind and I just found like when I came home as much as I am a very calm slow-paced person and I'm very chilled out it's so nice being here but I just feel like I need that kick up my butt to keep me motivated so I just found when I was in Sydney I was actually really trying to you know hustle so it's just um that lifestyle that I kind of want to go back to and just push myself a little bit more that's so important yeah and so you you guys want to buy in Sydney no, so he wants to buy here because we'll definitely Ooh. end up settling back here. Okay. Um, but yeah, plan is for him to buy, rent it out for a few years and then we'll move probably back to Sydney, move in together and then come back and move in and live here for good on the <gasps> Gold Coast. That's exciting. Yeah. And so how long have you guys been together? 
Uh, we actually had our two-year anniversary last Monday. That's so cute. And I'm not going to lie, I did see that on Instagram. Yeah. And you guys were having like pizza on the beach. And yeah. it was a bit cute. It was so funny. While we were there, we were leaving the beach. And he was like, oh my God, look in the sky. And there was this number two balloon floating off in the distance. And I was like, what? What are the chances? Like that is just the universe telling us like, you're meant to be together or something. That trips me out so hard because yeah. I'm, I'm so into all that juju, you know, like me the universe too. and like, yeah. I don't know, I just and signs and things yeah. like that. So and I've been getting all these random signs lately from the universe. Like, I don't know, so random. I was, I was listening to a song the other day and it was something the girl from Inna Pima, Inna, oh my God, I can't <laughs> it. But I was singing this song and I'm singing that verse and then I drive past the building and the building name is... In a Pima or something. Stop. I'm saying the word wrong. Yeah. But it was like <laughs> it was the word from it. the lyric. And I just keep getting these like signs where Yeah. That is so weird. Universe trying to tell me something. But I just feel like our our lives are already planned out. Do you have that mentality as well? Are you someone that's that believes that or Yeah. I feel like our lives are planned out, but I feel like we can change path. Okay. Made by big decisions, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, but I do feel like we all kind of have our own path, you know? And it's funny that we talk about this because I've recently been having the same kind of, I don't want to say dilemma, but I go through these phases where mm. I don't know what our purpose is and like what yeah. the meaning of life is. And I'm just yeah. like, what is going on? Why are we here? What is life? Yeah. And so I'm really interested to know like what you think our purpose is. My God, I don't even know. <laughs> is this just too deep? When I like think about that question and I think about like, how did we get here? How were we even created? I'll even think about random things like, how was that fucking building made? Like, really? <laughs> Sorry, I probably shouldn't swear. No, you can. But I'm like, how is metal, like, you know, just how is every single thing in the universe made? Who thought of it? How did they think of it? And when I think about all these things, it really... It's a spiral. It's a spiral. And I'm like, I don't have all the answers. And I'm sure no one has all the answers. Yeah. But I just kind of try and live in the now and just think, you know what? I'm here. And I'm just going to make the most of it. And I'm just going to carry my life out and get married and have kids and have a business and do all that stuff. Yeah. And just, yeah. I, I just love that. I think it's important not to overthink. I think I just overthink it mm. because I'm an overthinker. But I think it's so good to just be present and mm. like how you said, just live in the now. Yeah. Otherwise, it's so stressful when you don't have the answers. I know. So anyway, back to relationships. <laughs> we, t- we went on a full tangent there. We're talking about all your different relationships. Yeah. Um, but I guess what I want to know is how your um, how you get along with your family and and what it's been like, you know, being back here with them and living yeah. with them. Yeah, it's been amazing. So I get along with my family really well. My parents split up when I was a baby, so I've always known them to be apart and. Um, my dad is now remarried and she's got two sons so they're my stepbrothers who live at home with us so there is the five of us living there at the moment oh my god wow yeah um, but you all get along super well yeah we all have the most like chilled easygoing personalities so it's like the most calm household ever which is really nice Um, and then my mum lives just down the road she lives with my little sister I've got um, three sisters so, yeah, I get along with all of them really well. It's been so nice being home and spending time. Like, I've really been actually tra- cherishing it since um, being away in Sydney and, like, not being able to travel home because of COVID. So, yeah. it's actually just so nice. I didn't really think when I left living at home. So, I was living at home with my dad before I moved to Sydney. And then I was in Sydney for a, about a year and a half. So, I just never really envisioned that I, I would actually, like, come and big. 
um, sorry, come back and live at home with my family again. So it's actually kind of nice just being back and like feeling kind of like a kid again. Yeah, and yeah. like refreshing and just to have that the extra support. Yeah, yeah, really it nice. just feels really secure. That's so yeah. good. And so would you spend like uh, your free time hanging out with your siblings? Like that's how close you are? Um, so I spend a lot of time at home and my dad at the moment is currently not working. So we kind of just plot around the house together. I we'll love just, that so much. Yeah, it's really nice. I'm like the biggest daddy's girl. So, so I, cute. yeah, I'll spend like quite a bit of time with him. A lot of time with my stepmom. She's um, a huge role model in my life as well. And we'll just have huge conversations in the kitchen. She just gives me the most incredible advice ever. So I spend lots of time with them and um, I see my sisters when, when I can, but one of them is in Newcastle, so I don't get to see her as much as I'd like to, but yeah. That's good. I think as long as you know that they're all there and they're all supporting you, that's, yeah. that's all you can ask for. Yeah. And so this is also really random, but lately I've been super into love languages. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny you said that because me and my boyfriend took the quiz a few days ago. Stop. This yeah. is literally one of my questions on here. I'm like, ask Emily if she took the quiz. Oh my God. We did. See, this is a sign. It's a sign. Yeah, that's another universe sign. Oh my God. How funny. Because yeah. um, I don't know. It's just something that I'm I'm super interested in at the moment. Yeah. And I wanted to know what yours, if you took the quiz and what your um, like love language is. Um, so mine is quality time. That's the main one. Okay. And then the next one is... Um, oh my god, can I look? Yeah, get it up right now. That's so funny. I can't believe this. It was quality time. And because it tells you the different oh, percentages. Oh, and physical touch. And physical touch, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm like very affectionate. Um, so yeah, quality time, physical touch, and then it was acts of service. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, well, obviously quality time being your number one, I think just like obviously says a lot about you. It just means that you don't value, you know, like superficial things or you just want someone's no. undivided attention yeah, yeah and um and what was your did you think it was accurate first of all oh yeah it was like spot on really yeah and then what's your boyfriend's name uh jordan jordan and was um yeah. was jordan's uh, what was jordan's was it similar to yours or his was physical touch and words of affirmation which is very accurate too i love that and do you think that now that you know that that you can like your relationship can just get even better yeah definitely because it's so nice to have like an understanding of what that other person needs and I feel like we always give love in the way that we want to receive it and sometimes when we don't get it back we kind of think what's wrong so true because it's not necessarily the same no definitely not and like just having the conversation of like you know we went through all the questions and it was interesting how we both answered it differently like a lot of the things we answered quite similarly but um yeah, it was just interesting to be like, I, I would want this or you would want that. And then you kind of go, oh, okay, that's what they need. How funny. Yeah. And just the fact that you took it the other day, I think is just, it's kind of blowing my mind a little bit. But yeah. like, I love that. And yeah. do you think that um, before you were already doing that in your relationship or now you're like, oh, I never did that. Now I'm going to do that. Um, yeah, I think we've always been pretty good with each other. Like we're pretty good at understanding what the other person needs. And even when we're not fulfilling them. We're pretty good at like communicating and being like, hey, you're not doing enough of this. That's so good. So That's literally the best. Yeah, yeah. We're very good at communicating. Um, but just having like that extra understanding has definitely put like a little touch on it. Yeah. And yeah. How, how do you think your relationship with Jordan is different from your previous relationships? 
Um, it's definitely completely different. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting straight in there. I know. Um, well, my first relationship, I won't bag them too much. Yeah. Because they're still a nice person. <laughs> um, but it was when I was a lot younger. So it was from when I was about 16 through till 18 and a bit. So, yeah. Um, I just think that I was so much younger then and I just was I don't know I just put up with way too much shit and I, I let things slide way too much I don't think I knew my worth at all um I just feel like I let that person take advantage of me and walk all over me and do so many shady things behind my back and I just I'm sad for the person I was back then because Aww. I'm just like what open your eyes like you didn't have to put up with it like you could have just left and been so much happier but at the same time it made me learn so many things and right after I got out of that relationship I just felt so free and it didn't really take me too long to get over it like I feel like because it was causing me so much stress and it was so toxic when I got out of it it was actually such a relief like I was like oh my god no one's making me sad no one's making me stressed when I'm going to sleep I don't have to worry about anyone doing anything sly behind my back like I can make me happy I don't have to worry about anyone else making me happy so it that was makes such me a, so happy yeah it was such a huge learning curve and I'm happy that it all happened because it wouldn't make me I wouldn't be the person I am unless it happened that is that's the best that's honestly the best outcome you could have wanted you know what I mean like everything's a learning experience yeah I think that's one thing that I've I've definitely learned recently as well yeah but just being able to like look back and still be able to appreciate it I think is super important Yeah. yeah and I don't have like any hard feeling towards them like if I ran into them today I'd still be like super friendly and stuff so yeah yeah, I just feel like we were young and he was just so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we're not being too savage, but just a little bit. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, a little bit. Just, just like slide that in there. Um, so it's, I think it's pretty obvious that for you, support systems are like crucial for your self-development. Yes. Um, so speaking of self-development, what are some things that you prioritise doing, doing daily to ensure that you're continuously bettering yourself? Um, for me, I just think it's been like super organized. I find if I'm not organized, then I'm not going to get anything done mm-hmm. or I just end up procrastinating for the whole day. So for me, I just like to start my day right and I like to plan out my day. And I know when I spoke to you last time about how I plan it out, I told you <laughs> that I like talk to myself. <laughs> yes. And everyone else wants to know. So give it to me again. Cause I love this. Yeah. I love this. So basically how I plan out my days. I mean, I do still put things in my diary and I, um, put them in my reminders. I have to have everything in my reminders or I'll forget. But yeah, basically I like to drive around when I'm getting my morning coffee. <laughs> so you'll probably see me in the morning driving in my car, talking to myself because I just like to say it out loud. It just, it feels more real. I remember it better. It just, it just helps me be more organized. So I'll just be driving and I'll be like, okay, what do I need to do today? All right, I need to go here. I need to do this. This is at that time. And it's just, it's such a good way to do and it. And it works. Yeah. It have works. you tried so it? No, you know what? I should have because you, you told should. me to do it last time and yeah. I haven't. So you know what? After this, I'm going to get in my car yeah. and be like, okay, Kaylee, tomorrow we're doing this. Yeah. We're doing this. Emily told you you need to do this. Yep. So and it's going to do it all. Everyone, game changer. So yeah. start talking to yourself. You're not crazy. That's the thing. I used to see people talking to themselves, like <laughs> older people when I was younger. And I was like, oh my God, that person is so crazy. And now it's you. And now it's me. <laughs> I'm like, I can't not talk to myself. I love that. it. I love it. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, and that is the best tip ever. Yep. And what are some things that you do to make sure that you're actively focusing on being the best version of yourself? Um, I think I'm quite a self-aware person and I feel like I'm, I'm pretty aware of when I am doing something 
like I'm not being the best version of myself. Like I like to always, I'm very like, I can be a little bit too critical on myself. Like sometimes I'll just give myself a hard time over every single thing I do and then I have to try and like snap myself out of doing that. But I just always strive to be the best version of myself. And um, it's good in a way because I tend to pick up on bad habits that I do and I try and like work out how to not do them. So I think you are really self-aware, which is like honestly it's kind of refreshing because everyone you know in this day and age just lives in their own little bubble and Mm. and it's it's nice that you're you're so conscious of your actions and how you make other people feel and things like that so yeah I try to be not always but I try (laughs) yeah I try that's all we can do that's all we can do yeah um and let's talk about your friends Mm -hmm. so I know that now you've had some downtime on the coast and you've been spending a lot of time with your friends yeah so how's that been tell me about it Oh, it's been so good. Um, I just feel like when I moved to Sydney, I made lots of new amazing friends, but nothing beats coming home to the friends that I've known for years and spending quality time. And they just know me so well. So it's been so nice seeing them. And I just like we've picked up from where we left um, before I left. So it's, yeah, it's been really, really nice spending time with them. They're the best friendships where it's like nothing's changed. You just come back and like pick it straight back up. Yeah, and that's probably one of the reasons why... I would be happy to stay on the Gold Coast just to, you know, be able to see them every day. Yeah. Because they're the most special people in my life. But, um, yeah, they're still going to be there if I go to Sydney. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And what's your, like, go-to activity? If you're like, okay, Ashton, let's catch up. Or Izzy, let's catch up. What's your... Um, So we tend to just do, like, walking coffee. That's, like, our go-to. Love it. Um, Or we'll do, like, beach and, like, lunch or something. Or... Um, we'll do like a photo day or like a little like day trip somewhere. So yeah, that's that. generally what we do. And do you think that, you know, out of you've mentioned everyone now, you've mentioned your friends, your boyfriend, your family. Do you think if you didn't have those people in your life, you would be a different person or you wouldn't be the person that you are today? Yeah, 100% because I feel like they have helped make me who I am today. Um, all of them has like, you know, helped me be a little bit better than what I was I think they just bring out good qualities in me which is like the most amazing thing and that's what that's what everyone needs you know what I mean you need to make sure that you're hanging around people that yeah that are bettering you ultimately um so oh I wanted to ask you if there's been like a quote that you kind of live by or or one that you've seen recently that you've been like wow that's really resonated with me or something Mm. that you found inspiring just to kind of see what what makes you kind of light up? Yeah, I have two that I kind Ooh, of go okay. by. One is a little bit more recent than the other one. So the first one is one that my dad and granny has always told me to go by and it's um, approach every situation calmly and everything will be okay, which I just love because I feel like... That soothed me in that five seconds in that <laughs> sentence. I just feel like soothed. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, if you're having a fight with someone or something's not going to right right it's just like be calm and everything will be fine like try not to let stress and anxiety get the worst of you or um if you're fighting with someone like just stay calm because then everything should be okay you know oh my god so that's I definitely beautiful. I definitely always try and, and go by that um and another one that I heard recently that I really liked um I'm like such an indecisive person like I just can't make my mind oh my up god, sometimes and it really stresses me out yeah. so um I think it's when you when you don't know, sit or something. 
when you don't know sit as in as in like sit and wait till you know like pause and don't just like rush into making a decision exactly it's phrased better than that but yeah um, but like that's the gist yeah it's kind of like when you don't know what to do in a situation just sit and wait yeah it's like you don't always have to react or do something so quickly it's like you can sit and make your mind up about it and another lady I used to work with she used to always say with like big decisions or fights or anything like that she used to say give yourself um either sleep on it or give yourself 24 hours because in that moment your reaction is going to be so different to what it's going to be in about 24 hours so I try and think of that as well that's so true and like I'd rather pause and and sit on it as you said Mm -hmm. and make the right decision instead of like rushing and making the wrong one yeah I try and always be super rational so Yeah, yeah that's so good and this is one of my favourite things to ask people who I'm inspired by. Mm-hmm. What is your morning routine? I feel like morning routines are so important. They're yeah. crucial for like the person you are. Yeah. So what's yours? Um, my morning routine, if you want like every detail. Every detail. <laughs> give it to me. All of it. Um, so I wake up. I'll usually go on my phone for a little bit, mm-hmm. which I would love to break that habit. It's so hard though. But it's so hard. You just see it and there's notifications. I'm like, oh, what's this? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll generally go on my phone for a bit and then I will get up, make my bed, brush my teeth, get myself ready. And if I'm working out that day, then I'll um, go get myself a coffee and work out. Or if I'm kind of just working or uh, say doing content for the day then I'll go get a coffee and then come home but I find I just always need to get out of the house for a second just to like recoup probably talk to myself in the car <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then can't, can't miss that step can't miss that step um and then yeah I come back and get everything done I love that and also night routine are you someone who always has a night routine as well or is it like start your morning right and then the rest of it is just it just flows um oh, I'm not the biggest with night routines I, okay. I'll like get into the habit of doing it and then it'll just a month will go by and I'm like oh my god I haven't done my skincare (laughs) what no that literally made me stressed just hearing that I'm like (laughs) oh my god no I just mean like I have like so many products that I use but sometimes a month will go by and I only say use like my moisturizer and cleanser and I'm like what do you mean like you're spending so much money on it you've got to use them that's so funny and yet your skin is glowing right now it's like oh it's not so I'm just gonna stop using all my skincare because Emily told me that that's what works and that's how you look glowy. No, you just I'm just so lazy. When it gets to bed, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to watch Real Housewives and go to bed. I love that. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm here for. Um, that's actually really funny. But I know one of the reasons uh, why I'm so drawn to your social media is because your content is so wholesome and aesthetic. Aww. So I guess what I want to know is, is that how your day, like your day-to-day life actually is? Is it just wholesome and aesthetic? Yes. Um... Probably not. Yeah, okay. I mean, I do – I I wouldn't say I'm not a wholesome person. I do really like doing wholesome things like being out in nature and being present and being grounded. And so I would say, like, I am probably a bit wholesome every day. Um, but aesthetic, not always. Like, sometimes I'm just in, like, a messy environment or, you know, I'm not doing all those beautiful things every single day, like getting all dressed up and getting nice photos, like – a lot of the time I'm in like my active wear and I'm just running around doing random things. So not every day is like that, but yeah. um, maybe a few days out of the week. Okay. Yeah. And so do you think that you, the reason you keep it so aesthetic is is for your audience or do you have a reason behind it or do you, are you trying to kind of get out there more and show people that like life isn't always as glamorous or, mm. you know? Um, I have to say I don't really post it for my audience. Like I always only post photos that I like. 
So I'm not like, oh, say this is trending or whatever it is. I won't like go out and take a photo tailored around that. I always just take photos where I want to take them and where I think looks beautiful. And so it's nice that I guess that represents that. Yeah, that's important. And you're being true to yourself. Yeah, that's I'll never not be true to myself. I feel like I'm a very honest, open person. So I'm I'm never going to like try and not be yeah else, you know? and I can I can instantly tell that anyway um and also your travel content is insane obviously oh, there's thanks. not much going on at the moment because I of COVID know, so sad. but I was stalking your insta the other day which is nothing out of the ordinary <laughs> um but I saw your posts from your trip to New Zealand yeah. which was a while back yeah and I literally died like the most beautiful pictures and videos oh. I've ever seen you did like a reel yeah and I was like I'm going to New Zealand yeah and um and obviously now the, the borders are open yeah. to like the little bubble for New Zealand. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I've watched Emily's reel. I'm going to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. But what has been your favourite trip? Definitely New Zealand. Really? Yeah, of all the places I've been, definitely New Zealand. It's just like has everything I like and more. Like I love being out in nature and I love beautiful scenery and it was just so beautiful there. Like, and even the people are just so lovely. And we just like drove around in a camper van for two weeks. And <gasps> I'm dead. We just like parked up at these like beautiful lakes, and like we'd wake up and go swimming in the lake and have little barbecues. And I don't know, it was so nice. And that is exactly the wholesome content that I'm talking about that yeah. you post. <laughs> like, I'm so jealous. And now, yeah, everyone is going to be booking their ticket to New Zealand because they're all going to be stalking your Insta and seeing all this because it looked phenomenal. Oh, it was the most incredible trip I've ever been on. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing yeah, it. You persuaded do me. It. Not that I needed much, like, twisting of the arm, but yeah. now I'm persuaded. Book a camper van and go. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God, amazing. And I have to know, what is the wildest travel story you have? Because I know that you've travelled a bit with um, with your friends. Like, yeah. I know you've done a few Bali trips with them. Yeah. Um, I know, like, with Brandon, Ashton. And yeah. Isabel so like I know that there's got to be some gossip in there there's got to be a story and I want to know what is the wildest story you have <laughs> honestly just like the first that comes to mind would probably just be the trip that you're like referring to yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> the whole trip everything about it I mean that trip was just crazy in general like it was so, so that was Bali fun. 2019 19, Oh, maybe, maybe 2018, yeah, November 2018, I think. I love how I'm saying it like I was there. Like yeah, <laughs> so we went uh, November 2018. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so we went there and it was funny because a few of us actually had only met a few times. So myself and Isabel had only met a few times. Stop. Me and Brandon were kind of friends um, and we'd met like Lorenzo a few times. But it was like this, me and Ashton, Ashton was kind of like the core person in the group. Like she was good friends with all of us and she kind of just brought us all together and we went on this amazing trip and I think the fact that we didn't really know each other that much made it so much more exciting because we yeah. just realized that we were all going to be really good friends and we got along so well and it's like almost three years on kind of and we're all still best friends so I just feel like we knew something amazing was going to happen but yeah that trip was so much fun we did so many crazy things um but probably the craziest night I think was the last night that we were there and we kind of just all decided we were just gonna send it so <laughs> send it so we were like at our um Airbnb we were like on the table doing shots of tequila <laughs> Ashton was just getting so crazy oh my god I love it she was like I don't want to drink the normal drinks here I'm only gonna shot tequila and have a corn chip <laughs> So she was, I swear, she did about nine tequila shots and then, like, would have a corn chip after. And then we got out to, I think it was Old Man's. It's, like, quite a, like, 
I don't know, it's not the nicest bar, but it was so busy. Everyone was dancing and stuff. And then the boys told us that Ashton was in the bathroom vomiting. So oh we were like, God. Oh, All the corn no. chips coming back up. <laughs> yeah. And we, me and Isabel went to the bathroom to check on her and she was just kind of like slumped over the bowl vomiting. It was like this black vomit coming out. And we were like, oh my God, what's going on? And the horrible friends that we are, me and Isabel, we just looked at each other because the boys said, you're going to have to probably take her home. And we just looked at each other and we were like, we don't want to go. <laughs> Sorry, Ashton, you just stay there. We're just going to go keep dancing. No, we didn't actually leave her there. But some of our friends are going back to the Airbnb. So we were like, okay, you guys can take her because we want to <laughs> stay and party. So we basically sandwiched her in between our two friends and they rode on the back of the moped to take her home. Oh, my home. God, you didn't. You rode the moped back. No, 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 I didn't. Ashton the, rode the moped the back. The boys did. So she was sandwiched in between our two guy friends. This sounds so dangerous. Do not try this at home. It's just the stuff you do in Bali. Like, you would never do it here. You would never get on the back of a moped drunk. But in Bali, anything goes. I just want to know why she was vomiting black. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a good what? question. I don't know. Maybe she had like a charcoal shot that day. Oh but anyway, God. then the next morning we woke up. She was obviously very sick. She got alcohol poisoning. Was and did you have to fly that day? Because she said it was like the day before you were leaving. Yeah, I think she flew out <gasps> that day. So yeah, she had like Shook. the worst hangover ever. It was like vomiting in bed. And then we found her shoe and the shoe she was wearing, it was like a platform sneaker. And basically because she'd been like slumped in the middle of these our two guy friends her shoe had been dragging the whole way home <laughs> on the gravel and it had literally it, like all the rubber from it had been like shaven back from and the she gravel had no idea because she was just like she passed had, out she, she had no idea but it almost got to her toe <laughs> so it just missed her toe otherwise. i'm traumatized from hearing this story oh it was just so funny oh my god that actually sounds like a really good time but we all laugh about it to yeah this day. like nothing bad happened but we're just like god we're just like loose cannons when we all get together they're the best stories yeah they are truly the best oh my god and honestly i think everyone if you don't have a wild bali story then you didn't then go you, to bali no then you didn't have a successful trip yeah, to bali exactly then you need to go back you need to redo it and you need to yeah. start Eating corn chips and tequila shots well, like, and riding the back of mopeds. Find some fun friends. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, or just befriend Emily. Yeah. One. Um, so, how did you get into a career as an influencer? Um, so, it kind of just happened naturally for me, I would say. Like, I never really pushed for it too much. But probably when I was, like, in 2016, which is, like, five years ago, mm-hmm. um, I had just come out of high school and I was just posting just like normal photos with my friends like we used to always love like getting dressed up and going on day trips to Byron and stuff and we would always take photos of our outfits and and that and um I was kind of like just coming out of my breakup and I remember like losing quite a bit of weight and um then some photographers started reaching out to me wanting to shoot so then I when I started shooting with them um I was like posting it on my Instagram and brands were reaching out wanting to collaborate just um like non-paid work and stuff like that and yeah that kind of just started getting the ball rolling and um from then onwards I just like kept getting into it more and more me I was friends with like Ashton and a few of my other friends in the same industry so um we would get invited to events and we would help each other get our photos and stuff so I just feel like I got in at the right time as it was you know starting to take off yeah and it was also like still reasonably new but yeah it was was becoming so popular you know yeah um, and so compared to back then mm. to now as an influencer, what is a day in your life 
Like, what is a day in the life of Emily Benz, an influencer? Oh, my God. It's actually so chilled out. (laughs) (laughs) Just live it up. I know. Um, So, basically, it depends on the day. Like, every day is a little bit different. But just a normal day for me Mm -hmm. is um, get up, do the morning routine. The morning routine, yes. We love it. Talk to myself in the car. (laughs) I'll usually go and do a workout. Then I'll come home. I'll jump on my emails and I'll... um, just like organize all the work I have to do um talk to my manager kind of go back and forth with her and then um I'll like make a nice healthy lunch might catch up with a friend I love it just depends on the day like uh, probably like a couple of days out of the week I'll shoot all my content on those days so they those days are a little bit different I'll pretty much just get up get myself ready and then I'll just be out for the whole day shooting content so those days are different compared to like my more chilled days yeah so obviously I think it's really exciting that there's not like two days the same it's kind of like every day is different and obviously if you have events you're flying somewhere for the event and then that's like bam 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 so much going on and sometimes like I've been going on quite a lot of trips with brands as well lately which has been really fun so Sometimes I'll go away for a couple of days and that's like just so nice to be able to go on a little holiday but still be technically working. Yeah, yeah. that's like really, you're like really, really lucky. Yeah. That's exciting. I feel so grateful to be able to do it. Yeah. And that is like technically called work, work so it's just crazy to How me. amazing is that? Yeah. And do you feel a lot of pressure to constantly be creative with your career? Um, I go in and out of phases. I've definitely felt it in the past. Um, just maybe feeling like I'm not like going up still like sometimes with Instagram um it's like hard to gain followers at times like the algorithm is always changing or sometimes maybe people are just a little bit overseeing your stuff so you just kind of don't gain followers so um I've definitely felt pressure in the past I remember during COVID I kind of hit a bit of a spot where I was like I don't know what's going on I'm not gaining followers people don't really seem to be responding very well with my content um and I remember taking that quite personally and getting quite upset about it and then I kind of snapped out of it after a while I was like you know what if I'm happy with the photos that I'm posting and I'm always trying to be creative and just do my own thing then I actually just don't really care about if people aren't really responding well with it and I think once I got into that mentality um I just haven't really tried to give myself too much of a hard time or put too much pressure on myself and I think once I started doing that and stopped caring what people thought so much, I feel like that actually ended up creating a better reaction. Like people have been responding better with it. Of course. Like I feel like the people who do best with careers like that are the people who are true to themselves and just being yeah. authentic and, you know, saying what they want to say and doing what they want to do and, and people yeah. who will resonate with it will, will just jump on board. Yeah, definitely. And do you have a message that you're trying to portray through your socials or you're just you? Um, I'm just like trying to be myself I think as I'm posting more and more and I'm becoming um, more comfortable in myself and I'm just honestly just trying to show people who I am when me as like an introvert and quite a shy person I find it really hard to um, show people who I really am so I'm just trying to like get to that point where I feel so confident in myself and like it's a whole learning experience for me anyway yeah and that's so exciting like it's pretty much your self-development every single day is your job which is exciting because you are able to look back and see how much you've grown as a person as well yeah um and I've noticed that recently you actually have been a lot more open on your socials like you Mm. know talking to camera and things like that so what sparked that um I think it's just trying to put yourself out of your comfort zone like I don't always post on my socials but I do try and do it 
every now and again because it's something that I never used to do in the past and I like when I was um, posting videos of myself talking I just felt like in the past I just felt like it it didn't feel like me like I put on a bit of a voice and I just sounded like a bit of a robot and I used to always use those crazy face filters and I kind of just got to a point maybe a year oh, not even really a year ago maybe like six months ago that I was like I just actually longer than that but anyway <laughs> besides the point um, I just got to a point where I was like I just want to be me I want to be comf- like comfortable in my own skin and I want to be able to film a story or a video with no filter on my face like I want to look at that and be like yep that's how I look I just remember using these face filters and like say accidentally exiting out of it and seeing my face and being like oh my god shit I gotta put that back on and I'm like that's so unhealthy like yeah so I just got to a point where I was like no I am going to show what I actually look like I'm not going to try and hide behind a filter and I'm also just going to be myself because ultimately that's all I want to do is just be myself online anyway I don't want to fake anything yeah but I feel like you being yourself is your message that's Mm. and even going through that whole like filter thing is showing people that just be yourself yeah and I think that being your message is super important yeah because I I'm doing it also for myself that's the thing I have to do it so that I feel happy and confident in myself so it's good to like try and convey that message across to everyone as well to just be yourself exactly and Um, in terms of that, I know that there can be like so much, not pressure, but just a lot of um, like societal impacts Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, everyone's getting this hair done or their boobs done or this done. Mm. So have you ever got any work done and did you, what, like what motivated you to do it if you have? Yeah. I mean, I'll just be fully open and honest here. I've um, had my lips done and Mm. I've had my chin done. Oh my God. What? Explain. (laughs) I've never spoken about having my chin done because I only had it about a month or two. Oh my God. My boyfriend doesn't know. Oh, Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. You're joking. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. Oh no, I've just ratted myself out. Um, well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I've had my my lips done. I've been getting them done for like maybe four or five years, and mm-hmm. I had my chin done the other day. Yeah, okay. Um, because I had a little bit of a butt chin, and it was just something. I wasn't too self conscious of it, but. I just remember constantly looking in the mirror, especially from the side and seeing it. And it was just something I wanted to fix. I knew it was going to make me feel better. And now that I've had it, I feel so confident in my chin. Oh, my God. I love that. You know what? That's all that matters. Yeah. If it's going to make you feel more confident in your skin and in yourself and be a happier person, then go for it. And I'm also getting – I'm halfway through my Invisalign treatment and then I'm getting veneers. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Amazing. And is that also just for your own confidence? Yeah. So do you think people would hear this and be like, I need to get that work done or that's definitely not what I want to try and convey because I feel like you should be, you know, happy in the skin you're in. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I am all for if something is making you unhappy and it was it's not even really making me unhappy though like I can live with it and it's totally fine but I just think making little natural enhancements are okay if it's going to make you feel better and it doesn't affect anyone else personally so it's completely your decision um yeah so yeah that's a really good point I'm not trying to be like go get heaps of work done because I try and do it as natural as possible as I can and I would never do it over the top but at the same time, it has made me a little bit more confident, so. And I feel like confidence is just so important and it's just Mm. important not so that you feel better in your looks, but I feel like if you're confident in your appearance, then you're confident in your personality, you're confident in what you bring to the table. So so I feel like that's important. Yeah, and it is hard also in this industry, like 
I've had problems in the past, like comparing myself to other girls in the industry, like models and everything. And um, I'm at least happy that I waited until I was at a point where I actually felt happy and like comfortable in my own skin. It was just little enhancement enhancements that I wanted to make, but I didn't do it while I was feeling really self-conscious of them. Like I really waited and thought about it and I did it when I'm can look at myself and go yeah I feel confident in the skin I'm in but I still want to do it as you said like sit on it yeah sit on it yeah yeah Yeah, that's really good and um you know you've definitely got one of the the hottest profiles on Instagram without a doubt thank you what do you think personally it is about your profile that people are so attracted to um it's a good question like I think I mean, probably from my male audience, <laughs> probably the bikini photos. <laughs> yes. But um, I like to think that the girls are drawn to it for my fashion and maybe more of a wholesome lifestyle and just taking nice pictures. Yeah, and that's a really good point. So is your following more predominantly male or female? It's actually probably around 50-50. Okay. And I want it to be more females. Female. It's just taking time. That's okay. And do you think that your being sexualized by how much men follow you um I don't think so like maybe in the past when I was a little bit more when I would post more like risky things not that I feel like that should sexualize you more but I just feel like as I'm getting older I am becoming a little bit more conservative and I'm not flaunting it as much on my Instagram like I don't really want to be provocative or like doing anything that could be a bit tacky or anything like mm. I'm trying to be classy and yeah. like conservative and I feel like that makes me happy and I feel like people are responding better with that I feel like maybe when I was a bit younger and I kind of was being a bit more risque with my posts maybe then but I think now I'd like to think not yeah that people actually find value in your content yeah I would hope so and um obviously 50% of your followers are women mm-hmm. um so I think it's you know it's clear to assume that a lot of them look up to you. And I just wanted to know what kind of messaging or content you make sure that you're sharing with them. Um, hmm. I mean, I just try and, as I said, like be myself on yeah. Instagram. The message I try and convey for me, I just try and lead a nice, healthy, balanced lifestyle. I think like we've spoken in the past about my past troubles with um, like eating like really bad eating habits and um starving myself and having an unhealthy relationship with food and even drinking and stuff so I think just now that I have a nice healthy happy balanced lifestyle I'm just trying to convey that message a little bit more yeah that's important and I know um we touched on before you finding it um difficult in the industry you're into comparing yourself to Mm. to others and I know I personally find it difficult to to not not compare myself to other women yeah um so how have you kind of overcome that um it's always hard like sometimes you can be in this little bubble in your head and you can you know sit there and stew on it and you can be thinking like I'm not this and they're that and you can really compare yourself but when I'm in those types of moods I try and just like snap back to reality and just think like you're you no one else is you and I try and like list all the things like that I love about myself like I'll say my sense of humor like that I'm a nice person that I have like great friends yeah, and I'm so deeper lucky than your physical appearance exactly like I just think about the bigger picture and I find that it always helps bring me back to reality I just find when you're like looking at like more um 
superficial things and appearance and everything like you can just go down a rabbit hole but I just try and like bring myself back to like what it what really matters yeah I think your messaging is really empowering oh thank you that's okay and um you know before you just said that you did have some struggles with uh, your body image Mm -hmm. um so I want to know what your relationship was like with your body um previously and and what it's like now and if you still struggle with your body image yeah um so when I was younger I definitely had a lot of body image issues I had body dysmorphia from a really young age and had to go see a counselor about it and then going through high school and then even for the first few years after high school I always struggled with it um I tended to like fluctuate with my body um a lot from like going out drinking and like partying and not eating the right foods and not working out Um, and then I would always try and bounce back to what I was by starving myself not eating (coughs) and um, yeah I just felt like that was such an unhealthy habit to just constantly be like fluctuating my body from one weight to the other Um, and so I kind of just reached a point where I was over starving myself to get my body looking the way I wanted it to. And I just decided one day that I wanted to really dedicate more time into working out consistently and eating healthy, eating the right foods and just creating a healthy mindset. And I feel like that's what I've been doing for the last two and a half years. And it has really paid off because... Um, I'm very happy to say that I don't really have any body image issues. I accept myself for when I'm having bad days or if I'm feeling bloated, I don't give myself a hard time or bash myself up up about it. I just think like this is the human body. It's going to fluctuate. It's totally fine. We have our good and bad days and I just try not to give myself a hard time for it anymore. It's so amazing to hear your like the difference from back then to now so Mm -hmm. how old were you when you first realized that you had body image issues or body dysmorphia I think I was around 13 and what do you think like what do you think sparked it or like caused it um I think it was probably just going into high school like you kind of go from being a kid to being thrown into high school and I just remember um probably being quite a confident child in like primary school and then going into high school and people would pay so much more attention to you and your appearance and I just remember say boys giving more attention and people were like dating and I just remember just getting really self-conscious and like quite shy around that age. And do you think that talking to someone like as you said you had to seek a counsellor do you think that that made a huge difference or what do you think was the biggest thing that that made the difference for you? Um, like seeing a counselor at a young age, like definitely helped myself and my mum recognise that I had like a little bit of a issue with myself and the way I viewed myself. But it wasn't really until I got older and I actually started trying to change my mindset and trying to create a healthy lifestyle that really actually changed it. Yeah, so it's important to make like lasting changes, not yeah. just like quick fixes. No, because quick fixes sorry quick quick fixes. <laughs> <laughs> quick fixes are just not sustainable you just cannot live like that and yeah I just look back at myself then and I'm like you could have you know had what you have now if you just knew what I did but yeah it just takes time and I feel like I wasn't really around anyone that knew how to be healthy and you know work out like and no all one that. To, yeah to really look up to or yeah because my I don't know, some of my friends are doing similar things, so it just felt normal. 
Wow, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So I think that's why it's so good that you do have a platform that you're using to kind of use it in a positive way and and share things yeah. like this. Yeah. So would you say that that was probably the hardest thing you've experienced going like going through that as a child to even through your adult years? Like that's the hardest thing you've ever gone through? Um yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. And so obviously like body dysmorphia is actually in fact it's classified as a mental illness, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people might not know. But besides besides that, did you ever struggle with um, any other mental health issues? Yeah. Or do you to this day? Yeah, I, um, I have anxiety, which kicks in from time to time. Um, and I get it a lot in like social situations, um, whether it be at events or even if I'm like at the grocery store or like at the shops, I get really bad anxiety. Wow. Um, it's just like, I don't know what it is. It's just like being in big open spaces around people that I don't know. It just gives me bad anxiety. So I don't know when I'm in places like that, I have to try and like, just try and be present and like, I just try and like think about things in my head so that it doesn't like overcome me and I don't just like shrivel up into a ball basically. Oh my God. And have you seen someone about it? Like, do you think that that's something that you would use to cope like seeing a psychologist or do you have your own um, implementations that you've done? Um, I don't actually see anyone about it, but I'm definitely been considering it just because I feel like it would be super beneficial. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of just apply my own techniques, which is just like breathing and I just try and take my mind off it by thinking about things. So say if I'm like at an event or if I'm at, I don't know, the shops or something and it's starting to kick in and I can feel myself getting really anxious. Um, I'll just try like a breathing technique like I'll just try breathing in and out just super slowly and just trying to like focus on my breath or I'll just try like think trying to like take my mind off it and think about something else. It's good that you've developed your own coping mechanisms for it. I think that's really Mm. important and it could help someone else you know. Yeah. Uh, With a career in social media you must deal with quite a bit of negative comments and judgment. Mm -hmm. How do you cope with that? Um... It's always hard. Like you have to have pretty thick skin to be in this industry because people can be pretty mean. Um, And a lot of the time I won't reply, but sometimes I will. And I'll just say something simple like there's like enough negativity in the world. Be nice. Yeah, like like be a nice human. Yeah, I'm just like, just be nice. Like it's not that hard. Like, come on. Um, But yeah, it does take a toll sometimes. I'm lucky that I don't get too much of it. I know some of my friends cop it a lot more than me, which is really unfortunate. But um, I did get a lot recently the other day um, over something, which I won't go too much into. But it did take a huge effect on me. Like, it's just like one of those things where you're like, these people don't even know me. Why are they being so hurtful? Yeah. Um, and it can take a toll on you. Like people need to remember that we are real people. We have real emotions. And you wouldn't say that to someone like out on the street if you didn't know them. So what's the most baffling message you've gotten that you've just been like, oh my your God. brain is just like, just exploding. I remember this one time I collaborated with a really reputable brand and they posted me on their um, Instagram. They reshared the post and it was so horrible, the messages that were on there. People were just commenting all sorts of things and it was all women as well, which was really upsetting because it was like hundreds of comments from all these women ganging up on me basically and saying oh that, my God. Um, that they shouldn't be like working with someone who has had all this work done and they should be working with someone who's like real and all this stuff but the the comments that they were saying were like she's had ribs removed and she's got fake boobs and a fake nose and 
They were just trying to like diss my appearance, but... And they don't know you from a bar of soap. No, and they were saying that I photoshopped myself and like no one can look like that, like my waist and everything and... That's like, awful. Yeah. Especially the fact that it's women. Like women should be supporting women. Yeah. I remember just like crying to my mom about it because yeah. I was like, this is just so disappointing. Like we're in, it was like 2019 at the time, but I was like, we're in like 2019. Like, come on. Like, shouldn't we be uplifting each other, not dragging each other down? Like it just baffles me when people bully. Like, yeah. I'll I never understand it. Never understood it. I'm like, just because you might not be happy with yourself doesn't mean you should make like bring other people down yeah don't project that like no. go talk to someone like get help seriously you know? just if you have nothing nice to say don't say anything at all like it's so freaking simple a hundred percent people just can't help themselves let's talk about self-care mm-hmm. what does self-care mean for you um self-care for me is just taking time out for myself to be alone and spend time by myself and just do things that make me happy, whether it be having a shower and moisturising and having a face mask on and drinking a tea or water and just watching, like, my favourite show. Like so I it's kind of a mix between, like, mindfulness practices and, like, physical treatments, like putting, like, a face yeah. mask on or an eye mask. Yeah, so things that make me feel good physically and then things that just help soothe my soul and help me recharge socially. And... What is the craziest beauty treatment you've ever gotten? Like, you've just been like, okay, I'm just going to go out and treat myself because I do this all the time. I go on, like, an appointment day and I get yeah. everything done. Yeah. But what's, like, the craziest appointment you've, like, booked for just, like, a self-care or, like, a like a beauty treatment? A beauty treatment? Um, oh, I don't know. You don't know? I'm not, like, too adventurous with, You like just always get the same thing, like your nails, your hair, your... Yeah, and yeah. I try and keep it super natural. So I haven't had too many crazy things done. Like I've had my hair done bad once and oh. it went like orange. So then oh I was God. like, never... <laughs> never going back to that hair salon. No, but yeah, I haven't had anything too crazy happen, thank goodness. Yeah. I mean, I did have skin needling done the other day mm-hmm. and my face was like redder than a tomato and I was not anticipating it so I was like oh. gonna go out for dinner that night and, and like, I walked out and I was like oh my god what has cancel happened that. To cancel that reservation cancel that. <laughs> oh my god yes I've seen people oh have you had the one where um it's I think it's called like the vampire facial with the blood have you I, had that no I don't know if I'd try it that looks really scary it scares me too yeah you're just okay, sitting so there with blood on your face yeah I'd rather just stay in my in my comfort zone when it comes to those kind of things yes definitely um would you say that like exercise is part of your self-care routine oh yeah definitely I forgot about that one um definitely so I like to work out every morning not on the weekends like I would at least do it three to five times a week but that definitely helps me with like mental clarity and it just makes me feel so much better and why is it something that's just like so important to you like if you don't do it what is the outcome the outcome is just like not being as motivated procrastinating wasting my time I feel like my mood and energy change. Um, I just feel like when I'm working out, I feel so much happier and motivated. I have more energy. I just want to get stuff done. And I feel like when I'm not doing it, I can be more hard on myself and be a bit grumpier. And, you know, yeah, yeah like I get it. There's so many positives to working out and so many negatives to not working out. So it's like, why wouldn't you do it? Exactly. But sometimes life gets the better of us. Mm. And sometimes you just get really busy and you don't do it. But. Um, I always try and make time for it. So you always do like three days 
a week you try to do three days a week and what kind of exercise would you do like what's your go-to is it like pilates yoga or do you have a routine yeah so um i love doing pilates i'll do that at least twice a week and then um, I'll train with a PT. So in Sydney, I was training with this guy called Giannis, who was amazing. And now on the Gold Coast, I'm training with Will, mm-hmm. who is the owner of Evolve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll usually train with a PT once or twice a week as well. Okay, great. And so obviously when you work out, you kind of want to eat well. Yeah. It's like a big part of it as yeah. well. But I assume having body dysmorphia kind of altered your relationship with food. Yeah. Um, can you tell me a bit about that experience? Um, So when I was younger and I had body dysmorphia. Mm. Um, So basically when I was trying to like fluctuate my body to look really skinny, I guess, um, and like drop off any weight that I had gained from like partying and eating food, um, I would basically just like starve myself for like three to four days, whether it be like having a juice for lunch and like a tiny, like I used to have sometimes like Um, a bowl of broccoli for dinner oh my god so just like doing things like that or I'd have like half a salad wrap for lunch and something tiny for dinner like a piece of fish or something like just not enough for your body to be consuming um so yeah I would do that and then I would just generally do like fasted cardio I'd go on walks and stuff so um it worked like it I definitely got like I lost weight from it of course because I wasn't eating yeah I just remember my energy being so low and I remember being fatigued so fatigued I remember on some shoots that I'd done um I like was not even drinking much water as well because I was trying to make myself so dehydrated that my body would look like it wouldn't hold on to as much fluid wow but I remember being on the shoot and almost fainting from doing that to myself so I definitely that was like another wake-up call just being like what am I even doing to myself just to look this way when I could potentially look this way but look even healthier and feel healthier a hundred percent like feel amazing yeah but how did you so how did you mend that relationship with food to create the one that you currently have um I think it was just by I mean I definitely got into cooking a lot more like I remember um like when I was starting to create more of like a balanced lifestyle I remember like really getting into cooking and like trying to cook really healthy nice meals but still making them yummy and that would still make me excited to eat them yeah so like cooking was definitely one of them and just like trying to eat at like nice healthy places like still trying to make it enjoyable yeah and do you think it was also like being educated did you have to like turn to someone or you know get informed by someone yeah on on how you could still look the way you want to look yeah. But also feel 200 times better than you currently feel. Yeah. So my my stepmom actually used to be a PT um, and she was a PT for like, I think like 19 years. So um, she's always been someone who was like a huge role model in my life and she's really healthy and she would actually help me create meals. Like I'd say, what's going to not bloat me or what can I eat? And she would give me heaps of different meal ideas. So that's so important. Yeah. She, I was really lucky to have actually someone there that could help me and that I lived with and she could give me all these tips and ideas. That's so good. And so now do you still treat yourself or are you still very strict? No, I treat myself. Yeah. Yeah. So you've completely transformed your relationship with food. Yeah, completely transformed it. I'm, I like having like a balanced lifestyle, but I'll never give myself a hard time for eating something bad. Like I had like a huge bowl of uh, pasta and like bread and everything yesterday I'm never going to make myself feel guilty for it today because it's what I wanted in the moment that's so important and it comes back to like 
enjoying life, being present and, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, what about alcohol? Do you still drink? Yeah, yeah. Still drink. Um, probably every – I'm going to say every second weekend I'll probably drink and go out and be social, but um, I never take it to, like, the extreme that I used to. Like, I used to go up binge drinking and, like, have huge nights out and just drink the most sugary drinks ever, like – you know, like champagne and vodka Red Bulls and espresso martinis and honestly just the most sugary, gross drinks ever and I would feel disgusting the next day. But now my go-to is just like a skinny margarita or like yeah. vodka soda or something. It's good. It's nice to be able to go out and still enjoy yourself and, yeah. and know when to like stop so you don't feel rubbish. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I had quite a few experiences in my past when I was younger that I just didn't know when to stop and you would just get too drunk and I remember there was a few times where I blacked out and it was really scary so I kind of just promised myself that I would never let myself get to that point again yeah yeah. I think that's good I never get too carried away now yeah and that's nice that you that you know where that that line is where the line is yeah Yeah. and I'll never cross it (laughs) never crossing it ever again scary you just don't know what could happen when you're in that state and you don't yeah it's really terrifying yeah and so obviously everything you've just kind of touched on is included in your ebooks which came out with us in March um so you have your well-being guide and your body bible yeah so can you explain a little bit about what each one is about Yeah, so the Body Bible is kind of like my fitness journey from start to finish, like kind of not finish, sorry, where I am now. Um, And it kind of just goes a lot more in detail about all my favourite exercises and the workouts that I like doing and finding um, an exercise that you actually enjoy doing. You don't want to be doing something that you just don't want to do every day. So it was just about finding the right exercises for me. Um, And then I have a six-week workout program in there, which can be tailored around working out from home or also at the gym. So good. So that is the body bible. And then the wellness guide is probably my favorite. I just feel like it's such a nice, such a nice um, message of my story from like the start to now. And it's just, it was actually really nice just reading it and being like, wow, I've actually come so far. Um, And just sharing you know, all my past struggles with having an unhealthy relationship with food and starving myself and um, sharing all of that with you guys. So I was very raw and open and real on there. And um, then I just kind of share like how I got to where I am now. And um, there's like a day on my plate and all my favorite meals and yeah just kind of a bit of everything in there yes so good and then also um do you have like your tips and tricks in there as well like any mindfulness practices included? yeah I think um I go into like my tips and tricks with anxiety and um how I cope with that and um yeah the ways that I deal with that as well and because you must literally get bombarded with messages through your dms about you know what do you eat or what's your fitness routine because obviously Mm. like you really look after yourself and you prioritize health nutrition and mindset yeah um so i guess is this where you would kind of send people to go if yeah instead of like constantly you know messaging you and yeah it's actually so nice because the number one question i get asked is what you eat in a day so it's so nice to because obviously every day is different but um it's so nice to finally be able to be like i have a 
like ebook that you can look at and it's got so many different varieties of options and you can tailor it around what you eat if you're vegan if you eat meat if you're pescatarian like me um so it is really nice being able to share that with them and give them all my little tips and tricks yes it's so good and what were you overall hoping to achieve by releasing the ebooks um I just wanted to share a lot more about myself personally I feel like I struggle to open up and share my personal life on my Instagram. So for me, this is just taking a step and opening up and sharing a little bit more about myself and my past struggles. And it's actually been quite liberating sharing that and opening up with everyone. I love that. It's really nice to see another another side to you, I suppose, you know, yeah. and get like really deep. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fair to say that you've gone through like such a journey with your health and well-being and have really come out the other side of it. Yeah. What do you think overall the biggest lesson you've learned from it all has been? Um, I just probably kind of wish that when I was going through that phase back then when I was in my late teens that I just didn't give myself so much of a hard time. I feel like that's try like that's what I try and do these days is don't com- like I just try not to compare myself and I try and be kind to myself and um I just wish that yeah I wasn't so hard on myself back then and that I just I don't know maybe that's a really beautiful lesson though you know what I mean to be able to look back and realize that even though that was a really hard and shit time I've actually learned so much about myself and come so far yeah yeah And if you had to pick three habits that you've implemented over the years Mm -hmm. to become the best version of yourself, the version that you are now, what would they be? Um, Probably, I mean, exercise was a huge one. Mm -hmm. I feel like my life has changed so much since I've been doing that consistently. So that's a huge one. Um, Being organised was one that I really had to work on because I feel like when I'm not organised, I'm just a whole mess. So (laughs) um, that and also just creating a healthy like relationship with food was massive for me so good and and what's next for you do you have anything on the horizon do you have any ventures that are happening yeah so I've got a few things that I'm been brainstorming and I've been wanting to happen for years so Mm -hmm. one of them hopefully in the next year I can um, announce a little bit more about and then there's another one that I'm have just kind of like come up with the idea and I think it's really cool which I might tell you after okay oh I'm excited <laughs> but, um, yeah that one maybe sooner rather than later so how exciting yeah oh my gosh I love it and I'm excited to hear about them yeah and I want to thank you so much for joining me today I've absolutely loved chatting with you thank you so, so much for having you. me I'm so <laughs> um, nervous to do this I know and it's I, I've just loved it and you're you're so great to talk to you and it's nice just being able to give others the side of you that I get to see oh thank you it's okay so if you loved getting to know Emily you can follow her on Instagram at Emily Venz don't forget to check out her well-being guide and body bible available for purchase at evolve.com Emily once again thank you for being on the podcast today thank you so much for having me it's been so much fun thank you and if you enjoyed the podcast please give us a five-star review and make sure you subscribe or follow that's all from me see you in our next episode